Hello and welcome back to the Apprentice One to One podcast. It's me, Mark, and I'm here today to go through some of the resources that are available to you if you're just starting out on your apprenticeship in September. We're going to focus in just on that because I've had a few messages over on Instagram from people asking what they need, what some of the resources and support are available to them. Um, And rather than type that out individually, I thought I'd put this little video together that might be helpful and share it out to those people. Um, And anyone else finding it along the way who gets some benefit as well, all the better. And you see straight away, I have started with the Electrotechnical Skills Partnership website. Now, this isn't just for apprentices. There is loads and loads of resources and other bits of information on here to help anybody in the electrical training space, be it a college or lecturers, people on retrainee routes and apprentices. And you can see if you go onto the About Us section, it's very clear who's involved. So you can see exactly the people behind this. And we've got the ECA, the GIB, NET, Select and Unite the Union. So those are the organisations that have come together and produced this as a not-for-profit body who are just there to try and help people on training journeys. If you go to the homepage, it tells you exactly what they do. They've got the um, Rogue Trainers campaign as well, which highlights some of the training routes that you should be avoiding. So if you've not watched any of those little videos, go and check them out. And there's also... um, other information in and around some of those routes and the pitfalls of them but the legitimate training routes which is the ones we want to focus on here can be found where they break down um, exactly what you need to be looking for and recommend another website we're going to look at in just a second which is the electricalcareers.co.uk website um, where it goes into more detail so there's also stuff on here about the funding so if you are Um, An older person doing an apprenticeship, it explains about some of the funding initiatives that are there for both employers and trainees. So some really useful stuff. They've got the news section as well, where they're holding their first training forums and um, explaining how some of the initiatives they're working on have come together. And you can see there the Rogue Trainers Awareness campaign that they've got out into the the domain of the electrical industry to try and share that far and wide and make people aware of the pitfalls of training that are out there. And we'll jump straight to the Electrical Careers website now because this is kind of where a lot of the um, information that TESS leans on is padded out in more detail. So you can see there's some video content. So there's the um, careers in the electrical industry little video here. I'm not going to play them on this video. This is just for you to go off and have a look yourself and I recommend that you do. So if you're starting out in your apprenticeship and you want to get a feel of what's involved and um, what to expect through your training route, you know this is a really good resource for you to go and check out. So if you go to the um, All About the Electrical Industry, you can see here on this tab, there's loads of video content as well, which explains um, your career routes, progression routes, and some of the stuff that you're going to be doing as electricians. So if you look on the career routes as an example, Um, Again, it breaks it down to some of the job roles you might find yourself doing, the different areas of industry you can end up working in, um, and what you might earn through the process of that and at the end of it as well. So there's loads and loads of stuff on here. Um, The career options, you can see there's how much can I earn. And sometimes, you know, this can be misleading on a lot of the other training providers. Marketing material, shall we say, where some of the salary options shown are just 
crazy. You'll see stuff 150 grand a year. And um, whilst it would be nice, it's not realistic for most people as an employed electrician. And this kind of sets out what the actual rates are here. So as an apprentice, it's saying you could earn between 10,315 all the way up to 22,425. And as a qualified electrician, you could earn around 42,500 pounds if you're working in London. The typical rates are slightly higher than this. And I'd say that's fair. And if you go to the national statistics reported in 2020, it gives you what the actual salaries are. I think this is a really good move by those people involved with this website so it's um the careers website's brought to you by tesp essentially um, it's nice to see that there because as i said stuff is vital to get out there to people who are on these training routes so that they're doing it for the right reasons and not the wrong ones ultimately if you think you're going to get 150 grand a year and that's why you're putting all the effort in you might be a little bit disappointed at the end um, so you've got your training routes as well I think we looked at this one already, but it's different for all the regions of the UK, so it's important you go and check that out. There's even a subsection for the Isle of Man, which has a slightly different process as well. So it's well worth going to check that out if you're from different parts of the UK. It does vary slightly um, based on that. Now, the About Apprenticeship section is one of the things I think you should go and check out. This will tell you all about what to expect and the different kind of apprenticeships you can be on. So there's the um, installation electrician and maintenance electrician. You've got your fire emergency and security systems, network cable installer, and BEMS, which is building energy management systems or controls engineer. So there's specific courses for those different options. So it's worth going and having a little look into those. And there are links you can click where it'll take you off and explain in more detail exactly what that is. So this has gone off to the Institute for apprenticeships and technical education so this is the standard for the apprenticeship at the minute so this is set out for all providers to follow um, so it tells you exactly on there what to expect how long it's going to take um, so well worth having a little read of that if you've not had sight of it already that's basically what you're going to be working through during the course of your apprenticeship um, so what else have we got in here so you've got the career changes again. I'm not going to focus in on that because this is just about apprenticeships. Again, training in Scotland because it's slightly different. You've got your progress or upskill routes. So you can go for professional recognition. It explains a bit about that. So the electrician eng tech and basically anyone who's going to achieve the level three apprenticeship as a qualified electrician will be able to get eng tech. Um, and that's been provided by the IET. So it's well worth making sure you've got that in the back of your mind for as you push your career along. Um, your career's resources, so there's the Amped Up game. So this is a little um, game you can go and play, and it explains um, all the way up from beginner's electrical circuits, putting bits and pieces together. Um, it's a real good way to get a bit of knowledge on how electrical energy works before you get started on your training, if you've had no prior experience or knowledge of it it's well worth checking out um, you do the maths so this is another little good area here so this is some resources and it shows you as an electrical apprenticeship during your electrical apprenticeship how are you going to use maths in the workplace you know, often it's said that some of the things we're learning at college you learn it once you never use it again that's nonsense we use it all the time you just often do it without realizing and these videos do a good job of setting that out so go and check those out and again there's some case studies so if you want to go and watch a video from people who've been on that journey themselves there's loads of different stories from different individuals on there that are well worth watching so go and check those out 
Moving on to the government website. So this is here really if you want to find an apprenticeship. So if you're not currently in employment and you've tried all of the avenues that we've suggested before through getting into the wholesalers and leaving CVs, getting on social media and chatting with electrical contractors, there is actually a government tool that can help you find an apprenticeship and it's well worth keeping to the basics and searching the job boards and having a look through here. There's loads of other info on the government website to do with apprenticeships from a technical point of view around the funding, for example, and what training providers must be doing, um, all the way to the job searches and minimum wage requirements of what you should be getting paid. So it's worth familiarising yourself with the gov.uk website. There is this from the ECA as well. So this is um, the Electrical Contractors Association. They have some information on their website um, around apprenticeships. So again, there's careers in the industry, which has the different options back on the careers website. So the ECA links back to there, which is nice to see that these bodies are all kind of linking in with each other and not trying to take the glory themselves. I think that's quite important. And then you can see how there's the temporary secondment process. If you work for an ECA contractor, you can move around between the different employers to get experience in all areas of industry to help you um, have a well-rounded apprenticeship. So there's the stuff on there, there's funding as well, there's a few bits of video content. So it's just to be aware of it, if you are working for an ECA contractor, there is some extra support there for them and you. And you can see that in the funding section here. So there's the apprenticeship funding rules and how the apprenticeship levy works. Um, so yeah, one to keep in the back of your mind. And even if you're not with the ECA, there's a few little bits and pieces on there that might give you a bit of insight of what to expect and what you should be getting through the course of your training. So well worth checking out. NAPIT have um, come together with a lot of colleges throughout the UK to support apprentices. And they're also making the student membership free of charge. So you can join NAPIT as a student member and get access to their technical support and other bits and pieces, which is really useful. You don't have to work for a NAPIT contractor. It is there available for anybody. It's well worth checking out. You know, these, these kind of things where you can have a technical question answered or be part of the, the community of electricians within NAPIT, just to have that at your fingertips is really useful. And you might not feel like you're going to use it right at the beginning of your training, but to know it's there and have access to it is fantastic. So go and check that out. Equally, the NIC have a student membership scheme. So it's available to support and complement training, personal development for students, whether it's full-time, part-time, or through an apprenticeship. And it's free. And again, as part of that, you get a membership certificate, a welcome pack, regular news, uh, the quarterly connections magazines, um, and access to discounted products in the shop. You get access to the wire and technical advice and support and increased visibility for future employment opportunities. So it's something else that's available to you. And all these things, again, it's better to be part of it and have it than not. It's not going to cost you anything apart from a bit of time to fill a few forms in, send them your details, and um, get registered. So that's the one with the NIC, EIC, similar to the NAPIT one as well. So there's the JIB apprentice registration. So if you are working for a JIB employer, you can register as an apprentice direct with the JIB um, and you receive the following. So you get your initial ECS card as part of that. You get three further apprentice cards on progression to stage two, three, and four. A gold card, electrician card on completion. You get the JIB safe isolation cards and warning tags. 
Um, you get access to the JB hand tool replacement schemes. That's something really cool that the JB do if you are working for a JB employer. The skills development fund and discounted driving lessons. So if you're currently leaving school, um, you might not have reached the 17 age band just yet. And if you are working for a JB employer, you can get some discount on your driving. So it's worth going to check that out. And again, I'll put links to all of these things in the description of the video. You don't have to write them down now. You can go and check them out later on. So there's, there's that one as well, because lots of electricians work for JIB companies. This is sort of linked to the JIB, but equally not. It can confuse a few people. So the ECS is the Electrotechnical Certification Scheme. It essentially manages the cards um, that the JIB promote and back. So there's, there's those, you know, it goes wider. So the CSCS cards, which is more for the whole building and construction trade. If you want to get on site, you need your card. Essentially, this is it. And you can apply for um, apprentices and trainee cards right from the very beginning. So if you look on the apprentice section, so the apprentice ECS card is for students undertaking electrical electronic advanced apprenticeships. It allows apprentices to be formally recognised and work on site to gain the valuable industry experience you're going to need. So um, the apprentice, it says here, the apprentice should be JIB registered by their training provider to get the full benefit from industry registration. JIB registration includes an initial ECS card, staged apprenticeship cards to show how progression is going and the final gold card. So your training provider can register you as well. So that's a useful bit of information to have there. So you can check that one out. Um, you also get the pre-apprentice card. So if you've not actually started your training yet, you can apply for this as well. But they will refuse you that card if they have doubts. You're not going to use it as intended. The training election ca electrician card is for people who are on training routes that aren't apprenticeships. So you can have one of those as well. And industry placement, known as work experience. So if you are... I don't know, say you've gone down the retrainee route just to speak about that separately or you've done T-levels or a degree or something, but you want to get on site and get some experience, you can apply for one of these cards. So essentially you've done your health and safety assessment and you can get on site and get cracking. Um, but just to look at the apprentice one itself, this is what it looks like. So you get a little red stripe on there. Um, it's going to say that you're on a training program and if you swipe in and out of site, you'll get in without there being an issue. To be eligible, you need to be employed and undertaking an electrical apprenticeship, provide a copy of your training agreement to prove that that's actually the case, and hold the current ECS health and safety assessment. Uh, there are no exception exceptions for that. Um, obviously, you're not completed your MVQ, so you haven't done the training modules for health and safety as yet, so they want you to have made sure you understand how to be safe on site. So I totally get why that's the case. So that's another thing you can go and check out there so that's kind of the industry bodies from around the industry who have stuff to go and, and look at there is loads of things as well from um, individuals and other people from your youtubers so you've got your the likes of nick bundy and artisan electrics tom nagy and loads and loads of other people now on youtube there's some cracking content from uk electricians if you just go and stick that in the search bar uh, mike page as well um, I'm not going to list them because there is too many. I've said before, there is absolutely loads, and um, even I'm on there. So go and check YouTube out. You've got some of the podcasts as well. Now, some of the industry podcasts that you've probably seen and heard of, um, the guys at E5, you've got Sam with Monday Club, there's myself and Neil and Rick who do the electrician show, there's our Apprentice Once One podcast. 
there's loads and loads of other bits and pieces out there from all kinds of individuals and then you've got some of the industry um, brands and bodies who've put stuff out there as well so most recently there's stuff from CEF um, there is the Schneider podcast which has some cracking content on there as well so you can go and listen to those it just gives you a little bit of a feel of what industry looks like some of the discussions and topics that crop up from time to time that you know you might get a bit of something from I appreciate early on in your training you know that's not really going to be your focus it's more um, looking at the stuff to help you get settled in rather than some of the big topics that are in and around industry and the regular discussion points but it doesn't hurt to have awareness of that um, from the beginning so I'm just going to open up here and make me a bit bigger now so, let's get rid of that oh, why is that not working here we go and I'll pop me back to the top probably edit that out so yeah that's kind of some of the online stuff that you can go and look at I say go look around YouTube check out some of the podcasts have a little search around there's loads of stuff on there, far too much for me to list, and apologies to anyone who I've forgotten to mention. There are some resources as well that are available in a printed format, and you can get access to these um, from the IET, for example, through their portal where you can have access to digital copies. But it's often better with the books in your hand, I think, when you're starting out your learning. And one of the best ones you can get is the on-site guide. So this is a really simple to understand and well laid out book. I've covered it before on my other YouTube channel and I think on here already. But getting yourself a copy of the on-site guide. They're around 20 quid or so. Well, well worth it. And There is the student's guide to the wiring regulations as well. It's a little black book from the IET. We've given a few of those away. So it's a similar size to this. And it kind of breaks the regs down at student level um, I think that's a really useful book and again that is around 20 quid or so and I think you get a discount as a student member of the IET as well actually so well worth checking that out the industry CPSs have some books as well so there's the Napit books I've still got a few of them left behind me that they kindly donated to Apprentice One to One that we've been giving away um, and you've got the Code Breakers which is handy to kind of give you a feel of what the codes are about. So if we're inspecting electrical industry, if we're inspecting electrical installations, um, we usually give a code based on any observations we might have, and it sets out in that book what they are. So to give you a feel of that as you're going through your apprenticeship, it's a good one to check out. There is also their on-site solutions, which is excellent, and that's similar to the on-site guide, um, but it's a bit more um, padded out with information and pictures and, and other bits and pieces and again i've shared them on the channel i've gone through them on my mark the sparky youtube channel so if you want to go and check those out i've reviewed all the napit books on there you can go and have a look at those the nic have a similar suite of books as well which are equally as good so it's well worth going and having a look at those these are all kind of in electrical terms low cost books they're all around the 20 pound mark once you get into the the regs and the guidance notes area of things it gets very expensive very quickly the regs can be anything from sort of 65 to 100 quid depending on where you're buying them um so yeah it's a it's a bit of an outlay right from the beginning and i would say if you're at the start of your training that's going to be a bit more daunting and difficult than it would be to get yourself a base understanding from the on-site guide and if you're lucky enough to have an employer they should have these books for you to ask to borrow and have a nosy through murder of something and you want to know how a particular bit of the work you're doing actually works and why you're doing it ask you don't know what you don't know um, and a lot of employers would be very keen to hear 
you asking those questions. I know I, I am often keen hearing my people come out with, um, you know, what's this doing? Why are we doing that? Why, is, why have we designed a circuit like this? Why didn't we do it like this? Um, sometimes I learn from that because people notice things that I might have missed. Uh, and other times it's good to explain and understand exactly what it is you're doing. Um, and yeah, otherwise, best of luck as you're getting into college. I hope it goes well for you. Um, it's not as daunting as it first seems, this journey to be a qualified electrician. It's a level three course at the end of the day. We're all capable of it. Even if you feel like you've struggled in school with some of the academic side of things and not enjoyed the learning there, this is totally different. So be ready, be prepared for the hard work, the early starts, the late finishes, um, the physical graft to it all. Get stuck in, soak up every single minute because those three or four years pass in the blink of an eye. It might not feel like it while you're getting paid apprentice wages and it might seem like forever away, but trust me, it isn't. Um, that knowledge will pay you back tenfold later on in your career. If you have any questions that you want us to cover on the podcast, drop them in. We've asked already over on Instagram and I've had quite a response to that. So we've got a big bulk of things to answer already. But if there is anything you want us to cover, me, Jamie and Craig will be back soon. And we're going to go through some of those from three or four different points of view. We may have some other guests come on and answer some of those things with us as well. And um, hopefully it helps you guys and girls out. Until the next time. Get involved in the comments as always. Leave us a thumbs up or thumbs down if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. If you're on the podcast, share it around your social networks and um, let people know that we're here and doing this. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Apprentice One to One podcast sponsored by Schneider Electric. Please like and subscribe to the channel. Get involved with the comments and we will see you on the next one.